you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ Bucky back with you, Buck. What's up, man? Man, everything's good. What's going on? What's happening? What's happening? Uh, Football world, Thursday night. Get after it. Yeah, Thursday night. Come join us tonight. Come hang out with us. Bucky, myself, Joy Taylor, little uh, Amazon Thursday night football. You can... Go to the Twitch feed. We got it up and running, so it's it's all fixed. If you were there last week, we had a little hiccup, but it's all it's all good now. Go to twitch.tv slash move the sticks and watch the game with us. A lot of fun. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun, man. And this is a game that has a lot of entry um, because the world is fascinated by Mac Jones and what the Patriots are doing and uh, is the evil empire back. So it should be a lot of fun <laughs> to sit there and watch it up close and personal, watch a game, and kind of have those conversations about if the Patriots are back, why are they back? And what have they done in a year to look so drastically different than the team that we saw last year? Yeah, and that's what we're going to hit on today. We're going to hit on this Patriots thing. I've got another topic I want to hit after we get through this Patriots discussion uh, about how we identify a certain position and maybe something that's a little antiquated that we're going to try and solve here. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I want to get to the, to the Patriots stuff. There's a great article I read this morning. Um, I would encourage everybody to go check it out. Everybody is uh, kind of chiming in with them playing on Thursday night. But Kevin Clark, who's outstanding uh, over at the Ringer, he wrote about how the Patriots kind of paved the way for Mac Jones and mm-hmm. have set him up for success and kind of delves into a little bit of that nature-nurture argument of 
of you know how, mm-hmm. how do you make this thing work and it actually before we get into the mac jones specifically buck he made a point in there which i thought was fascinating um that we kind of chase this in scouting we kind of chase this franchise quarterback and this mm-hmm. franchise altering quarterback concept and mm-hmm. when in fact it's not there's no reality to it like we talk about oh certain guys can pull you know trucks and trailers and our whole thing yep. but at some level everybody is dependent upon the environment in which they arrive always and i think the the frustrating part of the discussion when it comes to quarterback around draft time dj is it's always the same thing. Oh, we're looking for the guy. We expect the guy to be able to single-handedly do it. But it's a team game, and it requires a team to be able to do it. Now, we know that the better the quarterback, the better the odds of you get into the winner's circle. <laughs> but you have to have everything in place to make sure that the quarterback can flourish. And so I think your analogy or what you've done with the three Ps makes a yeah. lot of sense when it comes to it. Because when you think about – your quarterback it takes protection it takes playmakers around them and then it really takes the right play call and i think each of those things is very important to the success of the quarterback because when we think about protection the one thing that i don't care in this league it's always been like this when the quarterback gets hit he changes how he performs mm-hmm. if the quarterback is hit it changes how he performs it, it changes the clock in his head it changes everything If the quarterback doesn't have sufficient playmakers around him, he can't do anything because, unfortunately, he cannot throw the ball to himself. He has to be able to have people that are reliable and dependable, pass catchers, guys that can get open. And if you have a basketball team around where you have a diverse set of skills on the perimeter, man, it allows the quarterback to utilize everything that he's blessed with. And then finally, and maybe the most important part, is the play caller. The play caller being able to understand exactly who he's running the game through. I've heard you use this um, analogy when we talk about, hey, man, joystick. We're playing yeah. the video game. Am I pl- I'm playing the game through the eyes of the quarterback. So what does my quarterback do really well? What doesn't he do well? My job as the play caller is to figure out how many times can I call the same concepts that he really knows and understands a million different ways with some different icing and window dressing to get him into a comfort spot. And when you have a play caller, who makes it about the quarterback and not about himself in the plays that I like rather than what the play caller likes, you have a chance to have a lot of success. But yes, as Kevin Clark illustrated, it is the infrastructure that really helps the quarterback flourish more so just in the single uh, talent of the quarterback. Yeah, He has a little uh, a quote in here, which he, he pulled from pro football focuses, Deontay Lee. And I want to make sure I give him the proper credit. So I'm going to read you this little part here, Buck. Uh, the recipe for success, acting like the schematic advantage advances of the past decade never even happened. In a league that's been 62% pass over the past month, the Patriots are legitimately a run-first offense at 50.4%, and that's removing all garbage time snaps. Just four of the 657 RPOs and three of the 243 bootlegs in the NFL since Week 7 came from New England. And only the San Francisco 49ers and Baltimore Ravens use 21 personnel, two backs and a tight end more often. So that's what you talk about from a scheme standpoint. How do you how do you alleviate pressure on a quarterback? You talked about not wanting him to get hit. You know how you don't mm-hmm. get him hit? You run the football and then it's OK. Well, then 
well, you know, it's a passing league and all the, the analytics is saying, here's the other thing. When you are passing the football, guess when you're passing it? You're passing it in advantageous situations. Yeah. It's third and three. It's third and four. It's third and two. You're not, mm-hmm. you're not putting yourself in a situation where incompletion, sack, you know, that's like you watch the Jets. You see a lot of that. Incompletion, sack, third and 16. Go get them. Mm-hmm. Go get them, Zach. Mm-hmm. See, how that, see how that works out. Um, so there's that side of it. Then when I dug into, which is what we're going to talk a lot about on the game tonight, in terms of the next-gen stats numbers and, and what Mac Jones is doing, um, I think this is fascinating, man. Where is danger in, in football? It's in the middle of the field. Right, in the middle, in middle of the field. Yes, that's it's where you. That's where you. Ha- that's yes. where you have all the the noise. Too many bodies. Too many a lot bodies. Of bodies. You've got droppers. You've got rotating safeties. You've got a lot to to cut to cut through there. Um, so when you look at how they're using Mac, Mac has forty three completions on out routes away from the noise. That's the that's the most in the league. He's completing eighty two point seven percent, which is the highest completion percentage there. So he has f- absolutely been accurate. Four hundred one yards, second most in the league. Um, so he's been outstanding there working outside. How about to the backs on screens? He's he's completed 17 balls to running backs on screens, most in the league. 161 yards on screens to backs, second most in the league. Then let's go to checkdowns, right? So on non-blitzes, when they're not bringing extra rushers, they're letting the defense expand, and he has targeted the backfield on 28% of non-blitz throws, which is the second most in the league. So – in other words, it's we're we have plays designed to keep you out of danger, and Mac Jones deserves one hundred percent of mm-hmm. the credit for executing those at a very high level. He is extremely accurate, Buck, and he's he's it's been impressive outside, underneath, been great. And I think as the season's going along, I don't want to shortchange him. They're starting to let him get a little bit more. He makes a throw, I think it's to Bourne uh, down there mm-hmm. in the red zone, and that's you know, with the safety coming over in the corner and trail, mm-hmm. that's a big time, that's a big time throw. But they're not majoring in that. They're sprinkling that in. They're not majoring in it. Okay. So here's what I love about the conversation that we're having. And um, I think it's really important that, that people are paying attention because I don't think it's been discussed enough about Mac Jones. What everyone is talking about is like, Oh, everyone missed on Mac Jones. How could you say this and say that? And I would say, yes, maybe we downgraded him because we didn't necessarily see the sizzle that we're seeing from some of the other quarterbacks in the league. Because remember, every scout is impacted by what they see in the league. It's one of the things that we talk about. Study the league so you know what plays. Well, what had been playing well last year in the league? Pat Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, even a little Russell Wilson, like Josh Allen. Everybody that was performing well, with the exception of Tom Brady, and he was a little up and down at times was an athletic, mobile, new school type quarterback. So what that naturally leads you to believe is you begin to look at, oh, is the league trending that way? Let me put my eyes towards the athletic guys and make sure that I have that peg because it appears four out of the top five are guys that are moving around and doing all kinds of stuff. And we really didn't see a traditional drop back pass at the top of the charts. So he was influenced by that because it's always a trickle down. Much like the Jordan Love thing was influenced by Pat Mahomes going from being a guy that was a Sandlot player at Texas Tech to being an MVP, same thing happens in reversing it. It impacted Mac Jones. What you're pointing out, though, is what I think is is really critical. So when you pointed out the stats, you talked about throwing the balls outside, you talked about throwing the running backs, and you talked about the check down. A couple things that work in terms of helping Mac Jones get to those plays and have 
um, high efficiency doing it. One, when you run the ball and you operate out of 21 personnel, defense's natural reaction is, if this is chess, they do that, I come back. Okay, we got to drop a defender in the box. So that means typically more single high safety looks or more off coverage on the outside. So by formation and by maybe the way personnel, that you can yeah. personnel, you've now dictated, hey, I can get my guy layups. If we line up in this, if we line up in ace personnel, two tight ends, two receivers on the field, guess what? He gets off coverage. Layup, let's throw it outside. Screen game. Okay, so everyone thinks screen game third and long because passing situation, you want to get the pass rushes up the field and those things. But no. Also on rundown, screens are effective because everyone's in the box. They overreaction to the play action. You then scoot the running back out, drop it to them. Everyone's coming up. It's an easy completion. And because we're so conditioned to think that screen passes have to be big plays, DJ, if you get four or five yards on a screen play, that's a, that's a positive gain. It's just like a run. So those mm-hmm. things are good. The thing that Mac Jones deserves credit for, and it's the hardest thing for young quarterbacks to do, understanding and embracing the check down. All right. So to bring it to you in a high school thing, having coached a lot of high school ball, particularly seven on seven events or whatever. The one thing that I do when I'm coaching defense is, oh, with well, these five star players, they they want to show off their arm. <laughs> but what we're going to do is we're going to park the safeties in the parking lot. We're going to take all of that away and we're going to see if they're patient and disciplined enough to dump it to the back over and over and over again. And as I've talked to quarterbacks, you know, hey, man, if you looked at the great ones. Tom Brady and Drew Reese, you know what they do? They take more checkdowns than anybody else. And then after taking a bunch of checkdowns, because I will say this as a defender, every completion has an impact on the defense. As much as I say, like, hey, man, let them take the checkdown. DJ, when they take eight or nine checkdowns in a row, hey, man, we got to get a checkdown. Then yeah. that dude moves, then your shot goes over the top. And what yeah. Matt Jones has done, his maturity is, is what it really speaks to is, he understands it. Hey, I'm going to just keep taking this dump off. And when I get a shot, I'm going to cash in the lottery ticket. That's what Tom Brady did. And that is what made Tom Brady the greatest is because he understood that early and he played that chess game better than anybody else. All right. So here's, I, I want to bring this up and I'm going to have, I'm going to have our good buddy, Jim Nagy on. He's going to come on again here, I think next week. So we'll ask Jim mm-hmm. about this next week. So, um, and there's nobody I respect more. I, I Love Jim. Mm-hmm. We've known, known each other forever. But I will take exception with one thing that he said, and that is he said, I don't know how – basically, I don't, summarizing here, I don't know how the league could have missed on Mac Jones. Um, in other words, making him the fifth quarterback select. I mean, he's still a top 15 pick. It's not like he was slighted mm-hmm. in the sixth round. But he said because there was such an easy comparison from the year before with Joe Burrow, and that he, you know, he was making the point mm-hmm. of they're kind of the mm-hmm. same guy. Here's a couple things, I'll, cu- couple things I'll point out. Mac Jones in his college career had 54 carries for 42 yards and two touchdowns. Joe Burrow, from an athletic standpoint, 258 carries, 820 yards, 13 touchdowns. He is on a different planet as an athlete and as a play creator off schedule. I thought he did things, you know, obviously the on schedule stuff, decision making, accuracy. Yeah, even arm strength wise, I think Joe Burrow has a little bit stronger arm, but I think that's mm-hmm. a that's a discussion. I get that. As athletes, I don't think that's close in terms of what we know. I don't think he's on par with Joe Burrow as an athlete. And I'll take let's take football out of the mix, because, you know, as scouts, what we do is we go into the background. Joe Burrow was a very accomplished basketball player in high school, like a legitimate basketball player who dreams could play. Mac Jones was a good athlete, but he was a tennis star. Yeah. And so being a, a tennis star early, 
he has footwork and he has good short area quickness because that's developed on the hard on the hard courts and in those things. Other guys who were tennis players, I would say Drew Brees, very accomplished tennis player at the junior circuit level, could play. And so I think maybe if anything, for me in particular, maybe I underestimated that part of it. Like, hey, give him credit for what he was able to do inside the pocket in terms of like the subtle movement. But no, I think that comparison between Joe Burrow and Mac Jones is off because Joe Burrow was, in my mind, a much better athlete. But I'll also say this about Joe Burrow and using that uh, comp. Joe Burrow last year struggled because the peas weren't in place for him. They didn't have great and sufficient protection. They didn't have all of the playmakers around him. And the play caller was still adapting to who Joe Burrow was. Mac Jones steps into a different situation because the protection was there because they upgraded over the offseason. I still worry about the playmakers around, but the system has been good. And so the protection in the play caller has helped them compensate for maybe some of the lack of playmakers around them. And that has helped Mac Jones have a lot of success right away. Yeah. Um, you know, the other thing I would say is you could say, okay, well, there was a comparison that was just sitting there for everybody with Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. which we have a little different belief there. The other thing I would say is the comparison was coming out of the same school with Tua, who jumped into the league and didn't mm-hmm. necessarily take the league by storm. And right. somebody who we saw operate that same offense with all those same mm-hmm. players, Alabama, at a ridiculously high clip. Now, Mac Jones, I think numbers mm-hmm. might even have been a little bit better, but yeah. Tua was phenomenal in that in that same setup. And I'm not – I don't I don't remember us saying um, – you know, I think something was said about the fact that, oh, you guys, you know, people in general, not us, but people in general dismissed him because of the talent around him. But nobody dismissed Joe Burrow because of the talent around him. And I'm like, I, I, re- I distinctly remember us having the conversation no. about if you go look at pretty much the majority of the quarterbacks, mm-hmm. um, you know, in terms Everybody of Sean Watson, they all had dudes. We went through Everybody and we had that whole discussion. Now, the ones who didn't. Were Josh Allen, Herbert, Josh. Herbert, and Herbert, and Josh Allen were two that had to kind of navigate around that. Jordan Love was another one who everybody kind of left uh, his yeah. last year. But the majority uh, of these yeah, guys Lamar, come from Lamar big programs. Have great, but yeah, most of them. You yeah. have big programs. You have big program. You playing in the college. Baker Mayfield playoff, was have, the same thing. Yeah, you have you have guys around you. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm glad you brought up Tua because I think Tua deserves to be in the conversation. Because here's what I want. Do you believe that Tua Tagovailoa? If put in a situation in New England where he was set up, would he have had more success than the success that he's had in Miami? I no. think Mac Jones, maybe Mac Jones is a better player, but I think the setup is really what we're pointing out. The Patriots have set up their young quarterback for success. And DJ, one of the things about stability, when you've been around in the place for a long time, Bill Belichick being in the Patriots for 20 plus years, having done this exercise before with Tom Brady. I think they had a very clear plan for how to develop the quarterback. And when I keep making these references to, man, I look at this team, this team looks like the early 2000s team. Well, you heard Kevin Clark in the, in the piece alludes to, allude to, hey, when everyone else is changing and chasing trends, Patriots run the same old we playbook. We do what we do. We do what we do. We run, we run the same old playbook. DJ, there's comfort in that because they know all the ins and outs about the system. And I think the one thing as a player – you want to be able to go to the play call in a coach. Hey, coach, they're hitting us with this. What's the answer? Oh, don't worry about that. We got it. Yeah. We have we seen this before. You remember back in? And they yeah. can get fixes. So Mac Jones is doing a great job. 
but he also has the benefit of coaches who have been there a long time, who know all the ins and outs of the system, and that allows them to confidently teach it without worrying about some mystery surprise that's going to come up and fool them. I think they've seen pretty much everything that you can see when you haven't changed the system over 20 years. Yeah, the, the other component to this thing, uh, I'm looking at uh, the points per game, right? So let's let's flip it over to the defensive side of the ball. The Patriots defense is allowing 17.7 points a game, which mm-hmm. is the second best uh, points allowed number in the league. The Buffalo Bills are at 15. Um, so they're at 17. Let's just compare them with the New York Jets inside that division. The Jets are allowing 32.9 points a game. <laughs> There's a little difference when you're playing with it's that cushion, different. knowing a punt is our friend. Versus if we punt, that's seven more points getting ready to go back up on the board. Um, you look at some of these other teams with young quarterbacks. Uh, Jacksonville's given up 25.8. Um, not great. Um who who else are we looking at here? Who else is in this rookie class? Uh, you got Chicago. Chicago. Where are the? Where is Chicago? Chicago is giving up twenty four point nine points a game. Who else are we missing here? I mean, DJ. That is. I mean, it's really. It's San really, Francisco. I mean, he's not playing, so it doesn't matter what they're doing. Um, nah, it's interesting. It's interesting. You know, even. Uh, you know, Miami is, uh, you know, we'll see if they can get it going. They, they got it going last week, but they've been giving up 25.2 points a game. 17 points a game for this Patriots defense. So, I mean, well, I, don't want it, I don't want it to come across like we are not giving Mac his, his flowers and his love. I, he is executing beautifully. He, two things can be true. He can be playing, re- you know, pretty well, playing good football, but also be in by far not even debatable the best uh, situation that you could be in. The best situation that you absolutely can be in. So here's the thing. So I'm looking at the game logs right now, and this is also important. And and what I want people to understand, because we're not taking it down, what we're trying to do is trying to put context and perspective behind it. So I'm looking, DJ, I'm looking at his, his totals, 198 yards, 139, 217. He has one 300-yard game, 220, 230, 275, 270, 180. 281. So by all accounts, what he's doing is really being efficient, but it's not like they're asking him to light it up, right? To light it up over and over and over again to make sure that he understands exactly how he has to play. I'm totaling up his pass attempts and how many passes he's throwing per game. DJC's averaging 32 attempts per game. All right. But part of that is influenced by the fact that in the Patriots' first four games when they were one and three, he had 39 attempts, 30 attempts, 51 attempts, and 40 attempts. Yeah. Since then, it has come down to 23, 18. He has two games where he's at 35 or so, 20, and 30. And so what they've done is as they've gotten better, they've also taken some of that off of his plate because they've been able to dictate the terms. And so we talk about pitch counts and being able to do it. I bet you if you asked the Patriots, they would probably like it at 25 or so because mm-hmm. it allows them to control when they throw. They can dictate when they throw. And you talked about manageable situations. It's a lot easier to throw second and short, third and manageable, as opposed to, to these obvious third and 10 plus long yard situations where they can load up and give you all the exotics that typically lead to turnovers. 
Yeah. The other thing that I'll add, I, I think they did a nice job in free agency. You go out and get a tight, you get a couple tight ends. Hunter Henry's is, is out playing mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Smith, he's got seven touchdowns, but again, find you some good completions, some easy completions. Uh, Trent Brown's back in there. He's, he's back in the lineup now healthy. They traded for him. Uh, Jalen Mills has been solid. Kyle Van Oy's played really well. Um, they just did a nice job. Matt Judon's been a stud. He's, you know, he's got like nine sacks. He's played. Did you great. expect that? Did you expect he, that? He was, he was, he's a good player. He's a really good yeah. player. And I think you started to see him come on um, towards the end of his time there with the Ravens. I can pull it up real quick, mm-hmm. but um, I feel like you started to see, you know, this guy had tons of production in college and you started to see that guy, you know, kind of emerge here um, during his time in Baltimore. And he's kind of just like that. He's a power guy. Um, kind mm-hmm. of fits that that mold you know in the ravens in 2019 he had nine and a half sacks uh, then he had six in 2020 only played 14 games so he's already got nine and a half this year i thought it was fascinating though because they've gone to the ravens well before they tried it with Adelius the thomas, thomas it, it did not work. work out well but this is so, more of a patriots type player yeah and, and it's funny right so um and talking to people in the building uh the ravens at times had some immaturity issues with some of the players and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then, so I wondered, you know, everyone knows how buttoned up the Patriots program is, you know, from top to bottom. But I think it's another example of how players ultimately crave structure and discipline and clarity. Mm -hmm. And I think there's definitely some clarity in terms of how you're going to play in new England. There's also like that fundamental focus. And I do believe that guys can get better if they buy in. And I think you've seen that, with Judon, and I think they had a very clear idea of how they wanted to play him, and he's flourished in it. And it's just amazing to me that a team, you know, that, I mean, you know, we were having this debate, and a lot of it is like what I call high-take media debate, like, oh, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, this and that. I don't think you can underscore Bill Belichick's greatness as a coach because of the consistency. I mean, the consistency to always be in there. We can talk about Tom Brady being there, whatever, but you won't find a great player. I mean, a great coach who hasn't had great players. And so mm-hmm. that's what it requires, but I will give him credit because this job that they're doing, and we'll see if they can maintain it. It's a really impressive job that this team has done in terms of the rebuild because they yeah. look like the Patriots. And I think that's the scary part for everybody. Everyone is like, man, I thought it'd be down for the next five or six years. It gives some other people a chance to go to the top of the thing. And lo and behold, you look up and the Patriots are right there. Like like just like just just hovering right there. It's it's bananas. No. And, and, you know, a couple of interesting things uh, from doing the next gen study on this as well. I mean, look in the Patriots defense mentioned Judon. He's 10th in the NFL in pressure rate. So he's he's outstanding. Christian Barmore leads all rookie interior defensive linemen with 22 pressures. Um, that's 10th tied for 10th among all interior defensive linemen. Like he has been a great, great pick for them out of Alabama. Somebody who came on late at Alabama. I think obviously the relationship there between Belichick mm-hmm. and Saban probably helped get, get that endorsement for him, but he's been outstanding. Uh, one of the best rookies in the league. And the other thing that stood out to me, and I saw this um, preparing for the chargers game against the Patriots a couple weeks ago, they, they send three or fewer rushers on 22% of dropbacks. That's the most uh, of any team in the league. There's only two teams over 20% in the entire league. And there's nothing – first of all, I was, t- I was talking to Chris Long about this. And there's nothing more frustrating for a defensive lineman when you only get to rush three. Uh, but there's nothing also more frustrating for a quarterback 
when you've got to comb through eight bodies back there in coverage. And with that three, it's not like they just line up in a three-man front and rush. They give you different looks, and they're able to get one of those three in a, in a pretty favorable matchup. So you still get a little bit of pressure. Now you got all that you got to sort through. You got to sort through it. And the, 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 the beautiful thing about what they do from a coverage standpoint, it's not your high school three-man rush, eight guys in coverage, no. where everyone is just spot dropping and looking at the quarterback, and you're like, oh, yeah. I'm going to take the check down. They're doing where they're playing man to man or man match and they're, you know, you're locked up and then you can't figure out who the switches are and who's there. And they got people underneath to rally to the check down very, very quickly. They make it complex, but this is a team that has always opted for coverage over pressure. Mm -hmm. And it's just an amazing thing for me because DJ, when is the last time they've had like what we call an elite great pass rusher? They had Chandler Jones and they were okay letting yeah. him walk. Yeah, we're good. Letting him go. Hey, yeah. ooh, that's going to be a little price for us. They yeah. tend to put their money in the back end as opposed to the front end. I think the fascinating discussion would be at a time where we talk about team building, the first things are like pass rush and yeah. corners. Yeah. To ask Belichick, hey, why don't you oh, go after high end rushers? You know? Yeah. Yeah. But they, they also run games as much or more than anybody in the league, and they're outstanding at it. And they use their linebackers to get involved with that. They'll use Van Noy from off the ball and let him just pick the crud out of interior linemen uh, and, yeah. run, and run loops off him. Here's here's a here's an interesting uh, other interesting number I'll give you here. My last next gen nugget for for this game. So you talked about the fact that they, you know, it's not just a garden variety, you know, rush three drop eight situation, or even it's not just pure man. You talk about man match. How about this as a quarterback when you're trying to get indicators? Um, when I was growing up, I had a quarterback coach that used to use the phrase that safeties are the window into the soul of the defense. So mm -hmm. the safeties in their location will tell you what, what you're going to mm -hmm. see. So Adrian Phillips, safety, right? Mm -hmm. 15 of his 15% of his snaps is a line of scrimmage defender. 31% of his snaps as a linebacker, 18% of his snaps as a slot corner, 11% of his snaps as a wide corner, 25% of his snaps as a deep safety. Okay, let's give me let me give you another one. Kyle Duggar, safety. 7% of his snaps as a line of scrimmage defender, 42% as a linebacker, 25% in the slot, 10% out wide and 17% as a deep safety. Have fun figuring out what the heck those guys are doing. Okay, so then let me pull it behind the curtain as to why they're able to do this. Um, the Patriots are one of the few teams that cross-train all of their DBs. So the definition of cross-training means I take corners and I have them practice at safety. I have corners practice at nickel and dime. I have safeties practice at nickel linebacker. and linebacker and all of those things. And what it does, one, it increases the aptitude of all your players because they know how they fit in the puzzle because they now see how the other parts of the puzzle work. Two, it gives you the ultimate flexibility to be able to change your packages each and every week. We're going to run the same defense, but guess what? We got different bodies there. Hey, Kyle Duggar, this week you're the Jack linebacker. Adrian Phillips, you're the deep safety. What? what? Okay, this yeah. week, hey, you're the, hey, Phillips, you're the lurk. You're coming off the edge. Duggar, you're in the post. Yeah. And what you're doing for players who are used to doing it, they're just like, oh, this is what we do in practice all the time. But as you talk about for the quarterback, as we are so prone to identify numbers, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. 24 is normally, oh, he's at a lot. Why do you think Why do you think Tom Brady was so vocal <laughs> and upset about the number changes? Yeah. Because those safeties and linebackers are indicators. And now you've right. got the numbers mess. Even if you memorize the numbers during the week, it still messes with you. 
it messes with you because, as you know, we set the protection off the mic. So mm-hmm. when you're watching the game and you hear the TV copy, you hear the quarterback or the center will identify, hey, 44 is the mic. Okay, mm-hmm. so then that says, hey, we're sliding away from him. We're sliding to him. We count him as a double read guy, running back, all that. Well, now you have this amoeba of bodies and this ever-changing stuff. You mm-hmm. don't know who to set it on, which is also why more of these defensive coaches are going to sub packages because mm-hmm. you got a bunch of little dudes on the field running around making a ton of plays. Which leads me to this question. I know teams have done this in the past, but I wonder if we asked around to teams that are playing against the Patriots during the week of practice, if you just don't put any numbers on any jerseys. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because you can get you can get yellow pennies. Just just yellow, yellow pennies. <laughs> Give me eleven yellow pennies over there, and let's just play the position. This guy's lined up as a linebacker, so I'm going to treat him as a. Line. It might be a corner or a safety, but where he is right now, he's playing linebacker. So we have to try point. and just close your eyes and eliminate the numbers from your from your thought process. It's really a clever strategy, and is 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 one of those things. Particularly, they have taken it to the next level. Now, I would say they don't do the high wire act that. Mike Pedden and Rex and those guys do where they get super creative yeah. and they have all the exotic blisses. But the moving around of the people in the back end, and that's a great stat, the next-gen stuff with Duggar and Adrian Phillips, like how they just have been deployed a bunch of different spots. DJ, that's what you want. Like mm-hmm. in college, because to me, and I think he might have spent some time with the guys at Iowa State and Venables talking about, because that's Big 12 defense. Yeah. That's – odd dime doing mm-hmm. stuff that you have to do in college to deal with the the explosion of the spread oh we're gonna put dime defense on the field we're gonna put as many little dudes on the field as we can so we can have more speed to match up and then if they're able to handle the responsibilities of making tackles and doing all that in the run game it gives you an advantage that's the thing is they have they have safeties and and secondary players that are really really good in support and that's why when you another thing i said it was my last number one other one kind of on that point the Patriots have aligned eight plus defenders in the box, eighteen percent of the plays this season, the fifth highest in the NFL. Now, I don't think they're all big guys. I think you're going to get undersized secondary players in the box, but they have run responsibility and they're fine with it. They they are fine with it, and you know why it also works because what they're doing also matches how they practice. Yeah. I would contend that when you talk to people that have come out of there, it is all fundamentals. They tackle all the time, they run to the ball all the time. And so if you're going to play a bunch of little dudes, you got to make sure that they're confident tacklers. And the only way you can be a good tackler, you have to rep it. So you have to mm-hmm. do it all the time. And so when a lot of these teams are scaling back on the amount of contact that they have in practices, nope. The Patriots are still practicing like his 1980s. We can yeah. put the pads on as many times as we can early in the season. We're going to tackle. We're going to hit. We're going to work on pad level, leverage, and all those other things. And we're going to beat you up, not only because of some of the simplicity, yet the complexity of the scheme but because we just do the fundamentals better than you do. No doubt. Um, all right, this is a fun discussion. Uh, I want to get to one other quick topic before we uh, wrap things up. We're going to do that right after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. 
With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. All right, Buck, I tweeted this out the other day. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here getting ready for this game watching Kyle Pitts, and I'm watching him flexed out, and I'm watching teams match them with nickel personnel after a couple mm-hmm. weeks, you know, the week before watching Mike Kosicki, who the numbers mm-hmm. I got updated on him, by the way, 91% of his snaps have been detached. <laughs> And so it begs the question, why even go through the charade? The the opposing teams don't know they're not tight ends. Their own Mm -hmm. teams know they're not tight ends. Why in the world? I don't care if they give you the depth chart and they have him listed as a tight end. Cross out the TE. We've got to put a different name on that. So I was like, okay, whatever name you guys want to use. You want to call him the flex? You want to call him the big slot? You know, what what do you want to call him? What do you want to call him here? Yeah, no. So uh, on the board, you remember in the draft room, you used to always have – uh, two designations for tight ends. One was the yeah, we, had them, was, we, we had we had them, we had them Y's and H's, right? But this yeah, is y, like an H. Yeah, Y's and H's. But then uh, near the end, we were talking about them as a flex, yeah. you know, because they're always flexed out. They're out wide. They're basically a – I saw your tweet where you talk about a jumbo wide receiver. Yeah, You have to treat them as such. So for me, when I see Kyle Pitts running to the field, if I'm on defense going on, I'm like nickel, 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 because I'm treating yeah. him. That's what they do. I'm, I'm treating hey, well, he's a he's a wide receiver. Now, the problem is, do you have someone in your secondary that can match up specifically with that guy? Because mm-hmm. that guy can't be matched up with with a linebacker and maybe a, a old school safety. It almost requires you to find a Jalen, a Derwin, someone who can handle that responsibility. Because I think as we talk about that position changing. I think it now is going to force us on defense to find another position to be able to match up with that guy. It's like a big, well, it's a big, ni- it's a big nickel, big nickel right? player. Yeah, because you have nickel. two different nickel players. You have, you got your regular nickel where you have the smaller defender that is playing your third corner, and then you have yeah. big nickel where you're playing with three safeties and two corners. Yeah, you have to have both. I think, in, yeah, I think I think, it's, in the I think it's big. So I think we've got that. I mean that that exists in terms of the big nickel. Uh, Robert Mays said that uh, he said Nate. He wanted to give Nate Tice credit. Coined the the phrase a power slot. Uh, it's kind of like a power forward, like a power slot. I'm NBA, like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you know, uh, small forward, power forward. So we kind of could have a. We need to have a small. We could do the same thing, right? A small slot and a power slot. I mean, it, it is. It is. We've talked about the basketball team because we haven't seen Michael Thomas play this year. But basically, Michael Thomas is a big slot receiver. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald at the end of his time at power Arizona. slot. I like it. You know, it's, it's, it's those big guys that can do a handful of different things. And so it's look, man, it's, but I want to see, I want to see which news uh, or sorry, which uh, television network that broadcasts games is going to be the first one when they announce starting lineups that is going to finally say, we're not going to put, oh, we're going to do it next to them. We're going to do it. We're going to do it tonight. We're going to do it tonight. Okay, Thursday night the Falcons football. run out. And the Falcons yeah. run out on Amazon, and we, you're talking about the lines. You'll be like, oh, here we go, Kyle Pierce. Hey, ignore that power slot. TE. Power slot. Yeah, power slot. I think I like that. I like, I like because it's the basketball, right? You got the, the small it's, slot and the power you slot. You talked about Same it. Like, even, even when we talk about um, these guys leading up to the draft, we talk about uh, tight ends with NBA power forward or small forward like size and wide yeah. receiver like skills. That's, 
That's what it is because I need them to box out over the middle of the field and down in the red zone to win the 50-50 balls and all that other stuff. So, yeah, that's it. That's it. So I think, you know, receivers, we've been doing that forever. Now, uh, you know, we talk about, you know, a slot receiver, a wide receiver, X or Z, however you wanted to, to label it. Um, but I think this is a new this is a new position here that's that kind of exists. So it needs a name. So that's our uh, that's our that's what we come up with here. Power slot, I think, is a good one. Um, all right. We're going to be right back after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday 
and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right, Buck, this has been a fun one, man. Anything else you want to get to before we get out of here? Uh, that was fun. Anytime we can do a deep dive on that. I know it was very Patriot-centric, but I think what it was was an examination on how they have built their team, how they've nurtured the quarterback, and how other teams – so maybe just pay a little close attention to how they've helped Mac Jones and some of these other guys get off to a good start because it's a copycat league, and if I want to win, I certainly want to copy and steal ideas from the best. That is a blueprint is what that is for any team that currently has a young quarterback or is getting ready to bring in a young quarterback. The Patriots have laid it out for you. That is a blueprint for how to do it. Now, go get it done. Easier said than done, I think. But uh, it's all out there for you. Again, come hang with us tonight. Uh, if you're listening to this on Thursday, twitch.tv slash move the sticks. It'll be a great hang as we watch the Falcons and the Patriots uh, do battle. Uh, we're going to be back next week as well. Look forward to, to talking with you guys again. I think we've got a phenomenal guest lineup next week. I'm not going to spoil it, uh, but one of them, yeah, you know, maybe a future Hall of Famer and Defensive Player of the Year. But I'm just <laughs> not going to give you any names. But uh, he'll be with us next week. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you next time right here on Move the Sticks. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap, fresh, green, Irish Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. 
So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.